Good afternoon. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. It was a fight to the end for the number six Harlan Cyclones girls basketball team on Tuesday night as they fell to number 10 Lewis Central 45-30 for Harlan's first loss of the season. Head coach Zach Clawson said that the uncharacteristic turnovers and slow momentum put a stop to their offensive rhythm. Just understand that pace is very important for us. Um, you know, defensively, we gave up 45 points. Not a big deal. It's just the offense has got to get a little bit cleaner. And we got to get more movement. Uh, the ball kind of just stuck in places where it hasn't before. And, um, you know, it just seemed when we tried to run a set where we thought we needed to slow maybe down because we couldn't get a transition layup or a decent look in transition where we'd try to set up and get a quick hitter or something, there'd just be somebody out of place or the timing wouldn't be right. It's just, I don't know, it's just one of those nights where we couldn't get out of our own Way. Aubrey Shreesa was able to knock down just a few shots in the game against the Titans, while Erica Ross knocked down around 14 points and led the Cyclones in rebounding on the night. These two have been more than effective for Harlan this season, as they averaged 15.5 and 13.1 points respectively. Both Shreesa and Russ have been big keys in the Harlan offense this season, and even with Hannah Soderman, the Cyclones need to be able to get out of tight situations when the keys are not on point. Aubrey couldn't get many shots off last night. I can't remember offhand how many she had. I know six or seven maybe. Um, Erica had uh, 14, I believe, and then let us rebound in again last night. Thought we could have maybe got her a few more touches, um, but we didn't. Thought she was very effective. When the ball was in her hand, she made things happen, so that was good to see. Um, going forward, you know, we just need to we need to tighten some things up offensively, uh, get back in on the right path here, uh, controlled tempo and. Last, I don't even know how many threes we got up. It didn't feel like we got enough up either. So that was kind of one of our concerns as well after the game. In terms of improvements, Harlan needs to be able to adjust to other teams and their tempo overall. That means adjusting their game plan on offense to tighten up some plays to more physical defensive teams. Tightening things up offensively, get back to where we're taking care of the ball and not taking chances as much as we did last night. Being able to adjust a little bit better to teams that want to play more physical and uh, get better in the half court uh, for games that we can't control the tempo or for some reason that's just not get, picking up the pace enough. we got to get more solid in the half court on offense. For the remainder of this week, Holland is going to get loose enough to prepare for a few practices ahead of their game against St. Albert, one of the toughest teams in the Hawkeye 10. St. Albert's only loss this season has been to Harlan, which took place on November 28th, where they lost 48-44. This rematch will be a tough one for both sides of the floor. Uh, you know, we'll just briefly talk again about last night's performance and then uh, tell them we've got to get over it and then uh, focus on St. Albert's today, uh, try to get plenty of shots up. It, there's going to be some sore kids in there. It was a pretty physical game last night, but we got we got to work that out, get loosened up, and just get ready to go and just kind of flush that one from last night and, uh, you know, focus our lens a little bit on a few areas like the turnover situation, the half-court offense, and obviously we got to pick the pace up. Harlan travels to St. Albert Catholic High School on Friday, January 5th at 6 p.m., the Wheelers have been preparing to get back at the hardwood as they have been getting in shape over the last few days as they prepare for their January opener against ICAM Manning on Friday. Until then, Audubon will be working on multiple practice drills to prepare for their upcoming contest. Well, last week we uh, we had a lot of shooting stuff going on, a lot of conditioning to get us back in shape. We took five days off, so last week we did... Uh, 
quite a bit of that and then our normal kind of normal normal practices and and then we took a couple days off because we actually don't play till friday so we uh we're back at it today and kind of get back in normal groove today over the course of the break the wheelers were missing a few players due to ffa among other events this week will be one of the first with a full squad in practice mode regardless of a few players missing both carson wessel and austin christensen have had big impacts on the team in practice and head coach Darren Miller is expecting big things out of the sophomores in January. Well, actually, so it's been kind of a weird break because uh, we've had a couple of kids gone on a FFA mission trip. So we've had a couple of our, one of our starters gone and a, a reserve. So we've had a couple of guys step up like Carson Wessel, I thought had a good break here. And uh, so has Austin Christensen. So uh, those guys have had a good break and we've had a good, like I said, a good practice. I'm trying to shoot the ball a little bit better and, and kind of working those th- little things like that. Leading Audubon up until the break have been Aaron Olson and Edward Miller. Olson has led the Wheelers in assisted turnover ratio at 1.35 while knocking down 10.9 points per game. Leading in both scoring and rebounding this season is senior Edward Miller with 15.7 points and 8.9 rebounds per game. They both have been confident in their play while getting better in game time decisions. Well, I think both of them kind of have found their groove as far as what maybe what they're good at you know Aaron is pretty good at attacking the rim he's got good quickness and good athletic ability to you know attack the rim when it's there and so I think that's been good for him he's also shooting the ball pretty well too he's shooting a lot more with confidence a 15 footer and shot three well and Edward just done a nice job as far as posting up and scoring when he can score and on people when the opportunity was there and then if he's getting double team, he's able to pass it out. Coach Miller wants his team to continue to improve on the hardwood. The team needs to revolve around one goal in order to be successful so that every wheeler is on the same track. The defense has been tough this season, while the offense needs to see some improvement at the end of January. That only comes to repetition and teamwork on the floor to achieve that success. Well, I want us to continue improving, and I think we've improved nicely here from the day one until this break and continue to get better at defense. And offensively, I think more will come as we get guys more comfortable in their positions and, and understanding when and how they can score. And so, our, you know, every year, our goal is to be playing your best ball at the end of the year, and that's kind of we have the same goal. So I'm looking forward to it. I think we can do it. I think it's a matter of just keep practicing and keep hammering away. Audubon is a few days of practice before their game against ICAM Manning this Friday. The Wolves are led by Ben Ramsey and Ross Kessel in scoring with 16.1 and 13.7 points respectively. This is a Wolves team that has shot well from the 3 at 34% and 39.9% from the field. If Audubon's defense continues their momentum coming into Friday, the success looks to be in their favor. Well, I guess if ICAM Manning, we've got to be ready to play de- team defense and go to you know, they, they got a bunch of really good, good shooters. So we're focusing on, you know, just being there at the right spots to be able to help each other out and knowing where their shooters are. The Wheelers will travel to Ikea Manning High School this Friday to take on the Wolves at 7.15 p.m. And in collegiate news, the Iowa Hawkeyes men's basketball team allowed a second half run that ended up in a loss to Wisconsin 83-72. Iowa still has not won a Big Ten game yet so far this season as they currently sit at 0-3 in Big Ten play. They'll return to action on Saturday when they take on Rutgers at home at 11 a.m. And speaking of men's basketball action, the Drake Bulldogs continue their undefeated conference record with a win over Illinois State. The Bulldogs had an early 8-0 run in the first half that helped keep them ahead throughout the entire competition. The Bulldogs are led by Tucker DeVries and Aiton Wright, who both scored 22 and 21 points respectively. 
Wright's 21 points all came in the first half alone. The Bulldogs will return to action when they battle against Belmont on Sunday, January 7th at 2 p.m. And with one of the bigger college basketball stories out of last night, with the time winding down, Caitlin Clark got the lob pass at the top of the key and whooped up a buzzer-beating three-point shot to help the Hawkeyes achieve a 76-73 win over the Michigan State Spartans. Iowa's now won a Big Ten best 11 straight games. Leading in the game for Iowa was Caitlin Clark, as she not only knocked down the last-second three-pointer, but also 40 points in the night. She also dished out five assists and pulled down one rebound. Iowa now leads the all-time series 43-30, as they're 8-3 in their last 11 meetings with the Spartans. The Hawkeyes will take on Rutgers this Friday, January 5th at 5 p.m. And taking a look at some of the upcoming games tonight in college basketball, the Iowa State women's basketball team will be taking on the Kansas Jayhawks tonight at 6.30 p.m. Meanwhile, the Nebraska Huskers will be taking on the Indiana Hoosiers in Big Ten play at 8 p.m. at home. You'll be able to catch the final recaps of both of those competitions right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with this sports update.